Hey, We Gotta Believe listeners, you can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Today's episode of We Gotta Believe is brought to you by our friends at Coors Light, the beer that is made to chill. It's springtime, and there's a lot of craziness going on as the weather gets warm. I got kids going to lacrosse. I got kids going to soccer. I got dance recitals. The grass is getting longer outside. Pollen coming down, and I'm just losing my mind. And my New York Metropolitans, the one thing I can do when I want to relax, they just lost their second ace after their first ace got hurt. Their second ace got hurt. And luckily, by the grace of God, I had this beautiful polar bear who made everything all right for a little while. Well, if you don't have a polar bear at home, which you probably don't, it's probably against the law, you got to get yourself the beer that is made to chill. It is cold lagered, cold filtered. It is literally the beer that is made to chill from the those beautiful Rockies. I hope those Rockies are covered in snow and we can't play baseball for the next few days and that will help me chill. But when, if we do play baseball, I'm going to get my Blue Mountains, pop them open, drink it down because when I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash believe. Again, that's CoorsLight.com slash believe. Support the pod, support Coors Light, support your boys, everything. We're drinking these all the way. All the way to the King and Heroes, November 2nd. I'm telling you right now. And we're going to do that. What we're going to do? Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Now, this episode, we're going to join. Basically, we, we went live right after PD went yard. And then uh, Kev's on. Then I come on. Uh, Phil, Kyle. Kyle off of, I think, 14 miles on the treadmill because he's a lunatic. Frank the Tank comes on. Hat in hand for a little bit. Uh, talk. PD going yard, as well as the Scherzer news. It's definitely the ups and downs, perfectly balanced, as all things should be with the Mets. Uh, so we're going to go live to the pod now. LFGM, drink those Coors Lights. I'm telling you, cake, punch, Coors Light. Gotta believe. Yep. Put it in the yep, books. PD fuck bombs with arguably the most important home run he's hit ever. And I know that he was so, so clutch that first year when he was breaking records and the balls were juiced and every single home run he hit was in the seventh inning or later. But today, today when this fan base needed a win and a a celebration and a moment more than anything, he comes up in the 10th and puts that ball into fucking orbit. Given the circumstances, that might actually be his biggest home run ever. There he is, the big man. How we doing? Holy fuck, did we need that one, boys? We That's needed what that I just one said. more I, I than think, anything. Clem, uh, given the circumstances, do you think that was Pete Alonso's most important home run ever? Thousand percent, thousand billion jillion. Because I, I, I was just saying, can you imagine in any scenario, but specifically this one, Pete Alonso steps up to the plate and he knows that all the thousands of people in the stadium and the hundreds of thousands of people at home are going. Pete, can you just hit us a home run, please? And he just goes and fucking does it. Do you know how crazy, how cool that is, how clutch it is to be a professional athlete and be in that spot and people ask you to do the hardest thing in the world right now, like little fucking petulant children were like, do it right now. And he just fucking 
does it. Cocky. And then the three ball. Oh, oh the three ball. Swish. He swished him. He walked off, swished him. Oh. He walked off, fucking swished him. Kyle, Kyle might have died today if we had kept him along. Any like if that game went to the eleventh, the twelfth, uh-huh. Kyle's heart is already fucking like beating enough as it is being on the treadmill. I was because uh, it's it's the Diaz blown save on a fucking uh, infield single, a steal, a fielder's choice, and a fucking Brutal. error. Like just a brutal way. It's the Cardinals' black magic. It's Max Scherzer six to eight weeks in your brain. Degrom's out. McGill's out. We're going to fucking Colorado. We're gonna have a fucking blizzard going on. I have Frank the Tank in my mentions chirping me. It's all fucking falling apart. I go. We cannot let the Cardinals. The Cardinals might be the leaders in the council, right? Would you say the Cardinals lead the league in councils? I, I don't know statistically, but if you had, if I had to guess, I certainly think they they've had at least like three or four councils in the last the, ten years. The highest percentage, right? Because we yeah. play them twice a year, and they somehow are always involved in the fucking yep. council. And the fact that he goes and like not even a doubt about it. I'm like, God, hol- like, holy fuck, that's God. And my guy Lindor, your guy Lindor, all the real fans guys Lindor, eight times on base in a row, and I'm going to include it as nine because he technically struck out and then he got on base the next inning, gets peed up in a big spot, and there Whatever. you go. Whatever, that's it. He, he actually, <laughs> he's, like, hmm. he's like, should I try to get a walk and get on first? Or if I strike out, I'll be on second to start getting. Fucking, that's, that's fucking a guy who knows baseball, folks. Welcome to yeah, the ba- fucking yeah. I'm going to give him credit with the, with the double. That was a leadoff double because he struck out on purpose the inning before just to, to set the play for Pete and put that one into fucking on Jupiter. And by the way, I said this on Twitter. You know, if every single time Lindor makes an out, we're going to call him the biggest bust of all time. Well, then when he gets on base seven straight times with walks and steals and scores runs and gets hits, well, then we have to call him the MVP. Then we have to call him a Hall of Famer. If every yep. single out is going to be the end of the world, then every single uh, uh, ball that he every time, every single time he's on base, we got to give him the crown. Keep it keep it fair, you fucking assholes. You want to be that dramatic about him? Then let's be dramatic about him because he's on a fucking tear right now, allowing us to take three or four from the Cardinals when we need it the absolute fucking most. We need wins right now because guess what? They're not going to come for a long, long fucking time. The next month. Wins are going to be very hard to come by, so let's take them while we can. Thank you, God, for Francisco Lador, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil. I mean, Jeff McNeil is going to get 500 hits this year. He's he's <laughs> he's 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 a modern day Tony Gwynn right now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Chokes up and gets a hit every fucking time we need it. First ever 400 500 guy batting 400 with 500 hits. First guy to ever do that. <laughs> has to be the first guy to ever do that in baseball. Uh, Phil's Phil's dialing in from the fucking HQ. Phil, how was uh, HQ during that entire? Uh, I was watching that game in the cave. Thank God Frank wasn't in today. Oh, oh thank no. God! I thought you were going to be next to him the whole time. So that would have been a very bad game to watch. With Frank, I'm happy I wasn't that. Um, because you know why? Because you know why? This is what I hate the most. Guys like Frank and that motherfucker David J. Blum, who I hate, and oh, all the people David who hate Lindor, whether or not they realize it, they end up rooting against this team. It might be subconscious, but during games like that, it's all, I told you so's, and I know what's about to happen next. And that's the old way of thinking, because this is the new way, where guys like Alonzo get up and end the fucking game. Man, this team is never out of it. They are never done. They can always scratch out a couple. They've got the best <laughs> to do it. And even when things are going wrong, they still find a way to win. That's the only, that's the only reason I didn't counsel today. Because otherwise, a Max Scherzer out <laughs> eight weeks is is pretty much as close to a console as you can come. But that's, I mean, that's what this team does. They either get, every time there's bad news, they bounce back. It's, whether it's, uh, you know, on a small level inside a game or on a big level 
uh, for the whole franchise. So until they don't answer the bell, I'm not going to give up on them. You can't. I, I was telling you in the chat, you can't console on a team that's in first place. Best record in the National League, probably, if I have to check. Right. But, yeah. Right. I mean, it's 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 not only that. It's, it's... Oh, fuck Bob! And that's what he does for a living. He hits home runs. Thank Dude. you, fucking God. I'm straight up telling you, John. I swear to God. I was sitting here the whole time. We were like, I'm going to do 20 minutes in the show. <laughs> this day has been so fucking bad with Max Scherzer and Edwin Diaz. And Pete Alonso just saved, like, the 16 people who are coming to our show today. <laughs> I, I was we were on our way to the show and 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 pabs is watching we're watching on his phone and uh i'm kind of looking out the window i'm like not you know i'm kind of i'm just so fucking upset the whole time and all of a sudden pabs starts going <laughs> and he's like making this weird noise with his mouth while he's grabbing the, the his other camera putting his phone down i was like what? <laughs> he did it he actually did it he actually did it i swear man this show tonight was gonna be I was going to be so grumpy. I was going to just mail it in and just have the worst. It was going to be your flu life. game. And now you're right. happy. It's going to be your flu game. Yes. This, this, that would have been my absolute flu game. In Philadelphia, in front of a bunch of Philly fans, I would have just been miserable. And he turns the whole thing around. Pabs, it was, it was so funny. It was like he, he didn't want to be loud. He was like, <laughs> oh, it was such a moment, dude. It was such a moment. Phil, would you say that's the biggest Alonzo home run? We're trying to figure out if that's his biggest one, all things considered, with all the shit that's been going on with Scherzer and, you know, um, uh, the, the Cardinals, black magic and shit like that. I can think of two walk-off home runs he has off the top of my head. One, the one versus the Nats last year was pretty cool, but... But given I mean, the circumstances... Given the circumstances today... Right you know, like, yeah. a, a loss today... I thought we were... Honestly, I thought we were going to get out of it with Diaz, and I was like... Especially when we had no. that rally. <laughs> To be oh, like, geez. you know, we or at least we got the win today. And uh and then when we 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 blew it, I was like, ah, I mean th- this this one No, I the re- what what pissed me off was they tied it up without hitting it out the infield. I kept screaming out in the I cave. Know. They couldn't hit the ball at the fucking infield and they still tied it. I know that's that's the Cardinals black magic, man. I was saying fucking I would have walked Goldschmidt. I don't care if you're putting the go-ahead run in, in square position, I don't care what's going on, just mm. fucking walk him. And what do you get him to do? He hits a fucking weak ground ball, and it's still, you know, I mean, that's the Cardinals, man. It's yeah. just, you know, it, every time you beat the Cardinals, and when they're playing like that, it should count for fucking two wins, I'll be honest. I mean, we, we deserve it. We took five out of seven from that team. A good, a good team. We haven't swept, we haven't beat them in the season series since 2014. We took five out of seven. Incredible, so. dude. The fact that we did that sort of damage that early on, it's almost as if. This team is different. It is different. That's the biggest thing with this Scherzer stuff, which I understand is negative. But if we're going to say this team's different, we can't be, well, well, shit, it's hit us. Everything's going to be the same. Everything must continue to be different. You have to believe. You got to believe. So let's – let's. here's what I was – I wanted to say today. I can't stand the Frank the Tank fans. I also can't stand the fans in my mentions who are like, we don't even need Max Scherzer. It's going to be fine. All we got to do is, you know, take two out of three from everybody, and then he'll be back at the All-Star break. <laughs> it's like, let's just be somewhere in the middle. This is a big problem. I think it, it's it's also coupled with McGill being injured. It's coupled with a couple, you know, you don't know which Cookie Carrasco you're going to get. You see Bassett. Sometimes he's like a top 10 pitcher. Other times, not so much. Mm-hmm. It's coupled with a little bit of other injuries and a little bit of regression. And it's coupled with this uh, the schedule coming out. You know, this mm-hmm. next month is fucking brutal. So, you know, it's not, it's not the sky is falling, but it's also not, you know, sunshine and rainbows. The sky right now is like 
you know, pretty cloudy, but it's not a fucking hurricane. And, and we need to, you know, prepare accordingly. The thing is, it is, you know, we have lost a couple of these Scherzer starts. There have been a couple times where he hasn't been the absolute ace. It's not like we're winning one nothing with him every start and, mm-hmm. and he's not replaceable the way he's pitched. Uh, I will say it feels like the reason why we never have prolonged uh, losing streaks is because a guy like Max is always there to give you confidence and stop the slide or keep the momentum going. So, like, there's huge reasons why it's a huge problem. There's also reasons why I think it's potential, like, you can possibly overcome it. Um, but, But the main thing to me being that, like, this team is doing weird shit, man. I mean, weird stuff when you're completely down and out and they come back, you know, this is the, the big picture version of that. It feels, it feels like you're completely down and out, but they go right out there and they're like, fuck it. We don't, you know, it doesn't affect right now. I will. And the one thing I will say, don't, don't come at me with this. How can they possibly win this next stretch without DeGrom and Scherzer? It was never DeGrom mm-hmm. to quote Jerry. It was never DeGrom. He was never going to be in this stretch of games anyway. So, for the big picture, yeah, it sucks that we, we lost both of them. But it's not like we were getting DeGrom back anytime soon. So there's there's the guy. We carbo-loading? Oh, yeah. I got to butt the calories back in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say good. this. You're very lucky Pete hit that home run. Otherwise, the walk would be dead. No. Dead. Shit. Yes, we would have lost that game because of you. I know. Well, I was like, do I care if they leave and lose today? Because if I walked last night and they won and Max gets hurt, it's my fault Max got hurt and it's dead anyway. <laughs> fucked no matter what. You were absolutely fucked either way. The walk the walk survives somehow yet again. Uh, <laughs> this uh, – so, yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's a big problem. And I think, you know, six to eight weeks is, is what regular people do. 38-year-old, who knows? Yes, all that being said, you know, we have a big cushion. We can afford, uh, you know, to, to, take, to, to take on a few losses here. Maybe we can make a move. I, the people expecting that we're going to go replace, no, no. like, a Cy Young pitcher for a Cy Young pitcher, maybe there's a small move to make here or there. But buckle up to try to go through this stretch with basically what we've got. Yeah, that's why I had people when I mentioned something like, oh, they got to make a trade, they got to make a trade. Like, no team's giving you a star right now in May and just waving a white flag. Could you trade for a league average guy? You're like, yeah, sure. This is more of like a depth like depth move you're going to probably make, and I'm sure they're on the phones trying to find that. Also, if the offense scores seven runs a game, it doesn't matter who we have pitching. So that would be a very good thing to think about. I mean, that was the stat. Clem, we've been talking about it for how many years? When the Mets score four runs or more, this year I think they're now 19-3. and three. It was probably uh, what what it is now. I mean, it's it's almost an automatic win, and it has been that way for years now. So as long as the pitching can absorb this injury and just stay, like you said, league average, the way this offense rolls, it it theoretically shouldn't be. You know, like the years when we had the the quote unquote five aces, losing pitchers like that was like a death knell because we couldn't fucking score runs. But this way, you know. It's certainly a huge hurdle, but I don't know, man. If they never come back, we're cooked anyway. But if they come back in the second half, 12 teams make the cut. Mm-hmm. If both of those guys come back and they're fresh and they have no innings on their arms and, like, Scherzer's an oblique, not his elbow, that don't is say a prime time run. Don't you say don't, it. Don't, don't, I'm happy if they come back. But that does not – that's not a that's not a trade deadline acquisition. No, no. no. Like we trade no. Okay. I have a bone to pick – 
I have a bone to pick with Big Cat because I tweeted that out and he walked up to me in the game and said, like, hey, Phil, that, that'd be bigger than Andrew. I'm like, no, it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's fucking not. It would be nice. And then when we do go get some stars, we can couple that with them. But it's not like we just acquired someone at the deadline. They're already on the fucking team. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm going to put this one up to vote. And I'm, I'll personally, I am having my issues with the man right now. Frank to Take wants to come on and defend himself or probably just tell us we're going to lose 100 in a row. I am in a good enough mood that I will allow him his two minutes of fucking I, – because I am done with him as a Mets fan. No more laughing and giggling. It's like, you know, if you fight with the family, you're going to fight with your family during the good times. That's all right. When, like, the mom gets cancer, the dad, you know, breaks his hip, and you're on the dark times, you give up on us, I'm fucking done with you. I'm done with Rick as a Mets fan, but I'll have him in the chat. I'll have him on the pod if you guys want to have him on the pod. Should I give him the link? Let that idiot in. All right, Frank. I swear. I'm DMing you the link, Frank. I'm DMing you the link. If he says reverse jinx, I'm going <laughs> to fucking strangle him to death. I, don't you say reverse jinx, Frank. You don't want to see what happens if you say that. I'll fucking kill you. Let him in. Yeah. Let, we'll let him in when he, when he joins. But uh, I, I just think I'll give him his two seconds. I am like, there's no more fun in games. I got Yankee fans saying Frank was right. I am in a fucking mood right now. Because like when Scherzer goes down, I was fucking, I, we were all, we're all in the same boat. I thank God, by the way, I fell asleep during that game. That was the best oh. thing I've ever done. <laughs> it was crazy. All right, Tank, you <laughs> fucking jerk. <laughs> hand, hat in hand. Hat in hand. Let me see you. Hat in hand. The Mets won on a walk-off, by the way. <laughs> I have just seen so much just have my heart ripped out so many times. That You're is- talking to a bunch of fucking Mets fans, Frank. We've all been there. You have a few more years on us. That's the only difference. But we've all had the same exact heartbreak there's no excuse for that you're the only person that is like this I as a matter of fact frank the fact that you have a few years on us means you actually got to enjoy 86 so we all I should be way more miserable than you fucking no, jerk you enjoyed the entire season that entire season was awesome in fact that was the most nerve-wracking night of people's lives so you didn't have to deal with it but you had 108 wins and a team that was fucking blowing the fucking well my father line. said my father said i was too happy and he put him a loik on him I really shut just... up, Frank. Just shut the fuck up, Frank. I'm Frank. sick of hearing about you and your dad and what's fucking wrong. This team is winning now. They keep overcoming everything, and it's people like you and the fucking fans who follow you that are they make it harder. They make it worse. And I think you're actually rooting against them. So fuck you guys because they're the, this team is so likable, and they grind it out, and they pull, they come from behind, they do the unthinkable to give us the most entertaining fucking baseball we've watched in years. And all you guys do is complain and cry and say, "I told you so." You'd rather be right on Twitter than wrong in real life and enjoy this team. Well, I'm Fuck glad I was guys. wrong today. <laughs> glad I was wrong today. I'm glad I didn't have to watch this game in the cave with you, Frank. I'm very glad you were not in the office today. <laughs> Frank, were you glad you were wrong yesterday like 100 times? Because you know how busy Kyle was just fucking keeping up with all your fat – Actually, what happened and, – and Casey's going to really hate me. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. When I first started and I said that Lindor out or strike out and he got on, I just had to keep doing it. I had to keep doing it. I can't. I can't. No, no. You're not going to give me the reverse jinx bullshit. Fuck you, Frank. You're just wrong. Yesterday, that ending was legitimately reverse jinx. (laughs) That ending was legitimately reverse jinx. Yeah, I might. You might say sometimes I don't do it. Yes, I would legitimately. You know what? You know what? The only reason I'm not gonna fucking kill you with my bare hands is 
you were so impossibly dumb and wrong, it might actually be reverse jinx because it would be impossible for someone to be that stupid, Frank. Because no, I no, I honestly intentionally once once Lindor got the hit and Alonzo got the hit, I intentionally every batter after that. Even if, even if I'll give you that. It why why do you insist on the same old stick when it's clearly not the same old team? I just feel that if I get too positive, it will be a harder fall. You're saying it's so sad that I'm I'm I don't want to. Well, Frank, uh, Kevin, let me read you Frank's tweets from today. This will get you upset again. The pain never ends. Uh, fucking, and this is how the Mets lose a bleeder. Mets will be ten games under five hundred by June thirtieth. Season is over. Nothing but curse forever. Season is over. Scherzer is none. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Um, out for months. Frank, season Frank over. how about this? How about this? If you're this upset and you think and and you can't get your hopes up, then just don't do it on Twitter. Because you don't realize that you get Yankee fans to follow you and play along. That, you get Cardinals fans in the mix. You get all these guys who hate us. Where do, I, where, do I, where do I put out my frustrations, though? That's where I put out my frustrations. Well, I do it on a burner. Go get a burner like everyone else in this goddamn company and put it I out there. Burner. I, I, I'm 46 years old. I'm not technically savvy. We're going to get you Creed thoughts. We need to put those things into a computer and no one else can see yep. them on the internet. That's what we need, a Creed thoughts for you. I'm, I got to go to this live show shit. You guys deal with Frank. Take some calls. Enjoy this because you know what? It's going to be a brutal fucking stretch for the next two months. So enjoy them while you can. That's goddamn right. Go fucking Shut the fuck the show, dude. up, Frank. But yeah, no, no. no. It, 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 <coughs> I just, I, I, this is where I, I tweet out of frustration. I know. I know. All right, Frank. And, and Phil knows when I'm in the cave. I say the same things out loud. He does say the same things out loud. I can confirm that. Yeah, you make him fake fucking stats half the time. You're like, Escobar has never had a hit off a right-hander in his entire life. And I'm like, that's the most fake stat I've ever heard of. Well, he, uh, you mean you mean easy out? Around, yeah. Like, I, I, can't, Escobar? I can't even, like, argue with him right now. He's playing like shit. Well, as, as bad as he is defensively, I still take it over J.D. Davis. I don't yeah. care. 100%. I'm, I, people try to send that to me. I do not care. I've seen enough of J.D. Davis know he's bad. I'll give Escobar a bit more time. Yeah, but and, uh, I, I'm really getting sick of Escobar. I mean, uh, Rafael Devers, he can play third base? Yes, he, he does play third base, Frank. That's a name to keep an eye on. There we go. There's a name. Um, we're going to take some calls now. So that means, as Mets fans, we need to root against the Red Sox. Yes. Yeah, fair, <laughs> we need the Red Sox to improve, to implode. Fair it's, enough. The players, the players they upload are the players the Mets could get. And I just hope somehow – I want one, I just want one more championship. I want to actually see it live. Uh, I know. I hear you, Frank. I hear you. Um, I, I, God, I hate you so much, Frank, because you fucking – you put the fucking puppy dog eyes on. You get the soft voice. And then I'll have you screaming like this by the stop tomorrow after the Mets are up 6-1. to one. Kyle, by the way, has been – like, the guy has ran like 20 miles a week, and you still put him through more work just fact-checking your shit every single <laughs> I apologize to Kyle for making his life that much harder. He already has a full-time job here. Now he has two fact-checking your ass. Uh, yeah, Kyle. Uh, you know, but you know, you know, I'm just passionate. <laughs> I know, Frank. I know. It's just that it's it, if if nobody <coughs> won the game, they would think that we lost that game seven nothing. Like, there's never ever a positive tweet other than like at, after the walk-off, you said I love Alonzo. But like it during the game, there's got to be something good. There's still a reason why you're watching and a reason why you love the team. 
Well, so I start doing live streams, maybe that might work. Yes, that, that might, might work. work. That will definitely work. That will actually be really good. It's like that dude, the Yankees guy who does the live streams. And then you saw his face that one time when he did it in person and he saw them, you know, get walked off on. So, so maybe we'll do that. Try. I actually met yes. him last year. Yes, yes. He actually introduced me to Keith McPherson. <laughs> oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take some calls. You want to stay on for some calls, Frank? Uh, well, I'm in West Virginia for Ralph and Roddy. I got it. Oh, do, oh. do, do your thing, baby. Do your thing. Oh, Everyone uh, check out buyrnr.com. Frank the Tank. What, is there anything? What's planned for, for you for Ralph and Roddy? Is there a hot dog contest? What are we doing? I'm going to see about I don't know the whole thing. Yet. The, the, uh, but uh, I know I'm doing the weigh-in today. Okay, so Frank's doing the weigh-in, and then – you, uh, Frank the Tank X Factor. Thanks for joining, Frank. We'll see you. All right, I'm gonna t- we're gonna take some calls, and then whoever has this is the thing. You want to go to the front of the line of the calls? Bud Light or Bud Light? Oh, trigger that from the record. Yeah, delete, Coors, delete. Coors Light. If you have a Coors Light on you, you skip the line. That's how we fucking roll. We're gonna go to Max first. Max, what's going on, baby? Max going once. Max is gone. We're going Gideon. Gideon, what's going on? I've never. I've always wanted to talk to a Gideon before. Oh, hey, guys. How we doing? Good. Um, well, it looks like the Yankees actually got walked off on. Oh, a pretty good day, all things considered. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to be glass half full right now. Maybe <laughs> maybe it'll be okay to save Scherzer's arm a little bit, assuming that we could just tread water for a couple weeks, and hopefully uh, we, we just kind of play 500 ball maybe for the next couple weeks, and I'll take it. That's all you need. I mean, it's going to be tough without Scherzer and Miguel, which kind of, you know, makes it a little bit more staunch of a task. But, like, I, I don't – again, this team is different. I'm thinking – I'm now, like, so broken brain posit- positively. I, I'm like, why can't it happen? Again, it's, like, not an easy schedule by any means. But the Rockies – I don't realize the Rockies have fallen apart the way they have. They were they were breaking down their schedule recently. Sounds like they've really been struggling. So, I'm um, praying – no. Obviously, Scherzer being hurt is not ideal, but uh, – like, how should I be feeling, Meek? How do you feel right now, I should ask you? Um, I'm feeling – I'm only thinking about the next day. I don't want to think about eight weeks from now. I mm-hmm. just want to focus on how we're going to get through the next game. If we just win the next series, that's just going to be on my mind every time. So that's My new motto is win today, win tomorrow, worry about the future when it gets. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to think about the Giants series next next week. I want to worry about Colorado this weekend. I'm praying for a snow out because I need an off day tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think we all could use an off day right now. Kyle Kyle in particular. Uh, after How much miles today, Kyle? Um, Over 14. I, I got to do the tally. <laughs> That is fucking sick. I know. Man. Well, because so I always want to try to like hit a thousand calories. <laughs> I thought over, so I started just running to ramp it up for the end of it. And then by the end of it, I had it all the way cranked down. I thought I was going to die. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to do an episode tomorrow. This is going to be our episode. The can I guess we kind of handle kangaroo court right now. What are your, th- I mean, we can even deal with it on Monday, but the Mets win yesterday, right? 11 4, they crush them. Walk off today, maybe the most exhilarating walk off since I guess the Phillies game. Mm-hmm. And Scherzer gets hurt yesterday, though, with there's being no walk off. What do you think right now, Kyle? Do you think it's a Wednesday walk? Do you think it's a Thursday walk? What are you What are you saying right now? Well, I want to answer the question for Kyle. Thursday's an off day next week, so it's right. up okay. to you. A Wednesday, okay. So it's Wednesday because I'm sure as shit not walking a West Coast night game. <laughs> not until I have to. It's coming up in June, but I'm not doing that voluntarily. It's like a 3:45 Wednesday. I was say, one of those 3:45 Colorado yeah. games, right? Okay, or, uh, I guess that would be San, San Francisco. Okay, 
Okay, that, 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 that our decision is made for us. Then. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Not this early. <laughs> West Coast swing. The old people, the old guys in the pod, might not even make it up to fucking first pitch the way it's going. So, um, thanks for calling in, Gideon. Appreciate it, my friend. Uh, next up, we're going to Will. What's up, Will? Oh shit, guys, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, pal? That guy looks oh, just no. like you on the screen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just sitting here. Thinking about the next eight weeks, you know, gearing up for what's basically just going to be hell. It's like battle day to day. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it sucks. You know, Scherz is gone. We were relying so heavily on him. And now I think the offense has really got to start picking up. Otherwise, <laughs> we're fucked. Yep. This is when the offense has to actually perform like we think they could. Yeah. They had kind of the, you know, the free pass. I do think I do think Hefner is going to work his magic still, though. Yeah. Like, there's no reason not to think that, right? Yeah, I mean, no, like you guys said earlier, as long as we score seven runs, like I have full, you know, faith in uh, this pitching staff, but offense has got to sort of carry the weight now. Uh, yeah. So, and that's all we can really hope for. Peterson's yeah. getting all back up. Yep. It's not like he hasn't performed well the, the couple times he's thrown. They just got Cahill, who they have to ramp up, but like the fact that we're talking about it, where it's like he's going to be the savior, it's not going to happen, but like. They got to figure out somebody who's a swing guy. There's got to be somebody out there who's like a bullpen guy who's like a journeyman that we can put in. No, no, we need like that. We need a like Lugo Gazelman. We had like twenty. Lugo, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, but no, like when they came up, they came out of nowhere. They like you know provided us with like five or six solid innings. Like we need somebody like that coming from the minors or something like that. Because um, you know relying um, on Bassett and uh, Walker and. Uh, Carrasco is. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, there's there's Jose Butto and Bud. I, I don't know. I'm probably butchering the name, but it's Butto. But Budo, he's in Double A right now. But his thing is, he's only a two pitch pitcher. So yeah. I don't know how many more injuries we need to see him. So I mean, he can come up to the bullpen. Maybe I, I'm yeah. not trusting him to start a game I mean, with only two pitches. I really like what we've. we've I can't speak. I like what we've seen from Adonis Medina out the bullpen these yeah. long, long games. I wouldn't mind seeing him stretch out like four or five innings. Yeah, it can't be Trevor Williams. I mean, we already got one great start out of him. I don't, yeah, he, yeah. Don't push the luck. Um, yeah. What about no. uh Tri City? Whatever. Can we go get Kumar Rocker on a, a quick little? Oh play? man. <laughs> Oh, my God. Let's not even bring that up. That's some fucking juju right there. Holy yep. shit. Uh, well, thanks for calling him. Well, we're going to go to Charlie next. I know he's the, he's Mr. Cano jersey. How are we doing, Chuck? I'm good. I, I don't I didn't have it on today because I'm not there. But uh, it was uh, – I just – I mean, that was awesome. But the fucking – the last inning, the ninth inning, not the last inning. Um, When when Bader got that, um, that ground ball, like the infield hit, you kind of just, like, knew that this is – like, all right, this is what's going to happen. Just like the Cardinals double magic. Like, they always get, like, all the yeah. fucking stupid hits and, like, like infield shit and errors. Like, but I'm, I'm, I'm just happy we won. Like, I'm just happy we won. Just, it feels like we kind of escaped with our lives. That's the biggest thing here. A Pete, 100%. Pete gets fucking almost hit in the head, too. That was a nice little thing, even though it wasn't, yeah, like, a mile hit, like, I think the, the furthest ball I've seen, like, in like since probably him last year against Toronto, that one game definitely like probably yeah. the furthest ones I've seen hit there this year. Like Pete hit a dead baseball, but it's because he killed it, not because Manfred ruined it. So it feels fucking good to get one of those. Yeah. So. Speaking of the dead balls, um, and uh, the TV <laughs> angle on the on in the top of the eighth that Albert Pujols fly out. Oh god, cameraman! Like he made it. He made it look like it was gonna be like like tw- like 
200 feet out of the stadium. Like, I thought like, just from the from that, I was so fucking I don't nervous care. when that happened. Pujols and Yachty, every time they come up, it doesn't matter. They could be 55 years old, and I still will think a thousand. When he came back up after he wasn't yep. supposed to that second I, half, so the game's over. Like, you know, I kept yeah. thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, Pujols and Yachty got to get hits in their last at bat here. But, I was I was the yeah. same way. Like that's how broken our brains are from all this crazy shit that's happened to us. I'm like, of course the catcher gets a concussion and Yachty is up in like the biggest moment of the game. Yeah. But again, this team is different. Yeah, this and team- I also said something after the game because I like I see a lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, you know the Mets will be the Mets." And I looked up some of the stats from last year's Mets versus this year's Mets. Um, so last year through 40 games, they're 22 and 18 with a three game lead, right? But they had a negative seven run differential. Mm-hmm. This team right now through 40 games has a plus 44 run differential. Like they're just a way better team. Yeah, just a way better team, you know, in all, in all facets of it, basically. So um, thanks for calling in, Charlie. We're going to go to my guy, the father of the Riley Reed shirt, our guy Suavecito. How are we doing, Poppy? <laughs> What's going on, boys? How are we feeling right now after – I mean, how, so how are we feeling right now after today? Because it was a taxing day, as they usually are. Mets land usually get, like, three pieces of news or moments, and it usually is, like, the same feeling. This is very different, two very different feelings combining at once. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel good, and I'm here to bring some very calm, positive energy. I'm taking all of that hate and vitriol that I'm seeing in the Mets community group and that I'm seeing in the Twitter yeah. sphere. And I'm just internalizing it and I'm channeling out positive energy and we're just going to go one game at a time and we're going to get W after W. And that's all we can do. I don't care about eight weeks from now. I don't care about, we can't control what we can't control, right? Can't control salaries and injuries. Like I've been staying quiet for a couple of weeks because we just got to stay humble and and chalk these wins off. You know what I mean? I, I believe in Buck. I believe in this team. They're, they are different. They're gritty. They find a way to get it done. Like we have those moments where they break our back and they, you know, they cough up a lead or something. And then every time, every time they give up the lead or they give up a run, they bounce back in the same inning. Like it's not like, oh, later in the game, it's the bottom half of the inning. They're bouncing back and they're getting it done. So I have no reason to like doubt them, lose even a little bit of faith. Like, yeah, it's scary losing them, but like, let's give it a chance. It's, it's, it's day one of finding out an injury. Like, we got to give it a couple of days and see how the ship goes. We got we got an eight game lead before Memorial Day. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, pitching wins championships, but the bats can win it for us on any given day, no matter how mm-hmm. bad the pitching yep. might be. So, I'm also I'm mainly concerned. You know, I know we got some shitty West Coast games coming up, but like, what's most important is the is the divisional games. Like, once we we haven't played the Marlins yet, we have barely played like. The Braves, like those are the games that are that are gonna matter the most for us because as long as we can maintain the division lead, we'll be good. That's it. You said it, man. You, in, the, in the way you say you're you're taking it all the negativity and just kind of drinking it down and spitting it back. That I never exact I don't know what Coors Light means when they say cold filtered. Whatever it is, <laughs> is what you're doing with all these fucking hot takes that <laughs> go like on that. the Twitter sphere. That community, I think I'm done like actively going on the community because there's just so much negativity it's, and that it's people bouncing back against the negativity. And it's just a war with the fan base. I have to deal with it with Frank and no, fucking oh, idiot Mets well. you, guys, you guys have done a great job growing it and I see it all the, but like, I don't even have to go to the community. It's just on my timeline on Twitter now. <laughs> yeah. I just see the tweets nonstop and like, you know, 
KFC is always, you know, riding crazy and he's been super positive this year. I am a one-time uh, Frank the Tank cameo purchaser. So I do <laughs> like Frank the Tank, even though, you know, he's crazy too. But it's just, it's nuts. I mean, we got a lot of, we got a lot of, we got a lot of mental patience in this goddamn community. So that's it. We just got to, we just, beer that's made to chill fans that are made to chill that's, that's yeah, what we need to be right need to chill, like, <laughs> so i needed to jump on for a couple of minutes bring some bring some positive vibes only because that's what we need Let's just weather the storm for a little bit weather the snowstorm that's coming in colorado hopefully we'll get a couple of off days in there yes and- please <laughs> <laughs> go from there so lfgm baby you said a fucking uh <laughs> i'm trying i was trying to think all day of like a bassett goes you know nine and pray for snow or something and that's basically what we're doing here so uh yeah the bullpen could use a little breather after the last few days Carl, my gotcha bastard and carrasco and play for pray for snow there we go there we go i love it i love it well, all right suavecito things are coming on man positive vibes mr cole filtered himself uh we're gonna what's up kyle I said that just made me so zen like he just made total sense and also so many people have been screaming from the Raptors about softball hit soft hit rate like we're not we're not crushing the ball. It's like yeah, but we're still scoring runs and getting hit. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this: Pete's home run that was fucking crushed. That was a two hundred miles per hour. Uh, yeah, uh, Pools. I saw Pools. It was a pretty red in terms of like the you know exit velo. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it could have definitely went out, but he has that Pools where everything is like a lollipop, and I think that's the only reason it didn't go out. Man, holy shit, yeah. that was no bueno. Um, all right, we'll go next to Erasmo, my guy. How we doing, baby? The boys. How are you? The fucking Pete's ball is up. I think it's still flying right now. <laughs> all right, I have a funny story. First of all, it was awesome seeing you guys at a Barcelona the ballpark. Yeah, man. Thanks yeah. for coming that was, out. That was fun. Um, I was sitting in my living room, and my roommate's a Yankee fan. And before we started today, he put in, like, a parlay for the Yankees to win, the Cards to win, and, like, somebody else tonight. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't fucking bet against the Mets. Watch what's going to happen. And when the Yankees got walked off on, I was like, your own team ruined it for you. And then I'm sitting in my living room and then Pete's up and I hear that he's on a call for work. And I'm like, how am I going to react if it's a home run right now? And we walk off. I can't scream. And two seconds later, he hits the ball, the, the furthest home run I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like panicking. I'm like heaving in my living room. I don't know how to react. I'm jumping up and down, but also trying to be as quiet as possible so he doesn't get fired. But it was amazing. Like absolutely amazing. That's the today is we're going to need moments like today in case it does get bumpy the next few series, just with the pitching being all out of sorts. Because again, everyone has to remember this with the pitching, like right now, like just tell today, May 19th yourself, that on May 23rd or 25th, when the bullpen is taxed and they're not doing what they've been doing the first, you know, month and a half of the season, Mm -hmm. you're not going to lose your mind because they're doing the best they can because their arms are slowly dying and they're not great pitchers to begin with. That's why they're in the bullpen and they're going to have David Peterson. Trevor Williams, and who's the guy that they're saying Mike get called up? Does it matter? We're going to win. Butto? I have no idea. I don't. I don't remember. I saw. I, I think the combo or someone tweeted that. But anyway, like it's just probably not going to be the same. I, hey, I hope I'm wrong. A cookie. That's the thing about cookie. If he's good, fucking yummy, tasty cookie. <laughs> We're, we're fucking eight innings every single Maybe. time. Now, going to fucking cores right off the bat is not the best way to start this goddamn series, but, I mean, it is what it is. He can't if, really he's a, if he's family pack double-stuffed Oreo. Yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's what exactly we what we need from our cookie I, I know right everyone's now. freaking out about Scherzer getting hurt. I don't know if I've just completely drank <laughs> the Cohen Kool-Aid. When the news came out today, I was like, 
that sucks, but like we're just gonna keep rolling. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I'm just like fully bought in. I've cried throughout like losses for this team when I was a kid and it's like now I don't even Diaz when he blew it in the ninth I'm like damn if that was last year we would be down by six right now but I'll take a tight game like it's not so bad I just feel like they're always just gonna come through I don't know what it is I just feel like it's it's always gonna like roll our way which is weird it always going the opposite for our entire lives now this this could be the way I this could be dead wrong the way I'm thinking, but I'm kind of like you in terms of positivity. I'm thinking a lot of teams, even good teams, have like a David Peterson as their five starter. We've mm-hmm. kind of been living a good life where some of these guys, mm-hmm. especially when Cookie wasn't who we thought he was going to be like a four or five starter, McG- mm-hmm. McGill has been better than we thought he's going to be. It's like you're going to have to have a Peterson as a five starter at some point because yeah. you know inevitably there's going to be like only the Dodgers just keep wheeling out these fucking aces. It's like oh we're going to use that guy who's like has a one point two ERA as our long relief guy. He's now going to become our new starter. Like. This is like that's a fantasy world that, that you live yeah. in. In five years, I hope that's the way it is by the time Cohen gets everything running. Mm-hmm. But until then, like shit, like Peterson, step up, fucking do what you did when you were up here. And hopefully, and now it's like now I'm I was kind of just like let the Grom come back whenever he is. Now I'm like, oh man, I sure hope Jake comes back and he stays healthy. Now I'm kind of like, you know, and I, I don't want them to rush him at all. But well, look at it on the bright side. They're both older. They both well, Scherzer came off of a year where he got dead arm towards the end of it. So <laughs> yep. if anything, just them getting a couple of extra weeks of rest, I'm just going to take it as in like, these guys are going to roll through the playoffs, just throwing complete game shutouts. Like they have to, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Like you have no excuse now you're, you're, you're rested. Trust um, the Hefner baby. Trust the Hefner. That shit's going to yeah. work no matter what. And last thing, I almost felt bad for Frank there when KFC was ripping on him. I, I looked that he was going to cry, but at the same time, like, I don't even follow Frank on Twitter, but I go to his Twitter account just to, like, upset myself. Is like, that's who I used to be. That used to be me, but I'm, that's not me anymore. It's, it's really just unbelievable. It's just like, guys, I tweeted, we're winning. I, I have to go to his account after every inning. To like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like going through, like, the Unabomber manifesto, and I'm like, this guy is completely unhinged, and, like, the team is still has the lead. It's, it doesn't make any sense, man. It doesn't make any sense. And every time that, that he says something, I almost like I almost hope that he says something so you can fact check him and then the Mets continue to win. Yeah. yeah. At this point, it does feel like it is almost like a fulfilling prophecy and he's actually like helping the team, but I will never admit he that. He can't buy into that, but it's not true. He's just yeah. he's just I always hope, upset. hope that the highs are as high as the lows. That's the only thing is like if they do knock on wood, get to go on a run and win, finally gets to see it like in his lifetime, it's like you want him to be able to enjoy that because it's been – Baseball's nine months long. You're gonna be miserable for eight and a half months, and then maybe they win that final series. Like that's life's too short. But you know he's gonna do it, right? I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know he's gonna do it. I, I was gonna tell him. I said I was gonna say, Frank, if you can go a month without negatively tweeting, I'll like think about undeading you. I said I was hashtag done with him. But at this point, like, I it would be like telling a fish not to swim, basically, right? Yeah. Like he is who he is. He literally I, can't. It's I like Joey Gallo. Every other month. Like when Joey Gallo says, "Like, oh, I wish I could be a hitter." Like, it just hits the ball. Like, you—that's all you get paid to do is to hit the ball, right? So, but thanks, guys, for uh, letting me on. Hey Talk man, no problem. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you next time at the Barcelona Ballpark. By the way, the ballpark today must have been fucking like you have that nice game buzz about you going already, and then you just get to go fucking bananas, and then like that celebration. 
was unbelievable. That might have been mm. the best celebration of the year I've seen so far. I'm not a big base. I, <laughs> I don't see all these other teams in baseball, but that was a – and that's cocky as fuck, and we don't have to worry about facing the Cardinals again until next season unless they face the playoffs, right? Oh, I do not want to think about a playoff series versus that team. Do not pop that. Put yeah, that yeah, in my mind. That's true. But there's already a little bad blood, and then he just fucking does that on the walk-off. But fuck the Cardinals. That's the fucking uh, – that's the mantra of the day. We got Justin here with his uh, back in black jersey on. How there we you know. What's up? Yes, sir. Oh my god, that shit was electric! Like I, I left work in the middle of the day to just to like put it on. My my boss wasn't there, so I was like, I, I gotta like go home and like this is getting too intense. So I got here and I was like, I was playing the show for a second, just kind of listening to to Gary. And then when the ninth started, I was like, oh shit! Like here we go. Diaz gets you know it's getting crunch time now. Like I'm just waiting. I'm like fucking a man. The Cardinals like every time. I swear to God, like it's. 2006 is like still in my brain, but then this team's different. Like keep saying it fucking different. Like, Oh my God, that ball was murder. Fucking murder. I think that's the first time I've heard Gary call the game before it's actually over. Holy shit. He goes, it's over. I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) in the back of my head, I was like, Oh shit. Like, is it foul? And then he was like, and he ends the game. Oh shit. Let's go. I was doing the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, shit, is that foul? Because usually a ball like that is so, like, early on it that it just goes deep into the stands. And when yeah. Gary called that, I was like, oh, no, it's fucking gone. So I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Shit was awesome. We've had, we've had some awesome calls. And, like, I like like you guys are kind of saying, like, it, it feels different um, than in years past. But it's also one of those things is we don't want it – I don't want it to be one of those things where it's, like, it's so Mets that it's so high right now that it gets so fucking low which that can't happen. It won't happen. I won't even, I'm, we're not speaking that into existence, but like, we're going to be fine. And this team's good. And I, I really do think that the bats are good enough to get us to where we need to be, where we don't have to have five guys in the rotation that are up <laughs> like the Dodgers do. Like it's, these guys are good. They can fucking hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the hope. That's the, I, I fucking, God, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for hopping on my brother. Of course. Of course. Go Mets. LFGM. Um, about, I guess we'll just, cause I, I don't, again, I don't, I think we'll probably just end up running this as the pod tomorrow. Cause I think everyone's going to be on the high. I don't want to just have it turn into a, the, the Scherzer podcast, but we have to talk about the Scherzer thing. Cause it is a thing. Um, did you find out through Gary Keith and around like, yes. I yes. hated that again, put that shit on Twitter where I see nothing but bad. I had alerts on for Healy, Disha, like the whole bunch. I was like, I'm, I just break news me at once. And I hear Gary faintly talking about six day weeks. I'm like, Oh my God. Uh, Gary, they can break the news to me when it's like good news. Like it's like, all right, you know, he's going to be at one to two starts and yada, yada, yada. But like, it's kind of like my buddy, my buddy will never make Gatorade as a mixer because he doesn't want to. Then next day when he's hung over, he drinks Gatorade. He's going to taste mm-hmm. the vodka in it. And that's Gary, keep it on. That's my happy place. Even when the Mets stink, they're the ones who give me a reason to tune in and enjoy baseball or whatever the fuck is on TV that resembles baseball during the Mets, like come say September. Them delivering it to me, I didn't. That was the, that's the good cop delivering the bad news. Give me Tacomo, give me Heyman, give me like you said, Jim Hilly, any of them. That's fine. Twitter's a cesspool. That's where the bad news belongs, not on our television. So I, I and this is the other thing. I have to I have to address it. There is a chance this is going to come back to the curse of Miyamoto or whatever his name is, the the a Japanese ambassador. I don't like that, but it it is the timelines add up. At some point, we have to admit that now. Is that a fair thing to say? It's a fair thing to say. Uh, I mean, we'd be saying the same thing if it was the other way around. So, yeah, exactly. And 
I'm not going to blame the USPS for Frank having a package break because I'm sure it's not the first time his fucking had an issue with the USPS. Um, I'm not going to blame it on uh, anything else. I'm just, it is what it is. Uh, and But I, again, there's nobody out in the world I want managing a team during this kind of shit than fucking Buck Showalter. He goes, we're not a sky is falling team. Next man up, Pete comes up, fuck Bob, 300 rows deep. That's the thing. Same for the fan base. we got to stick together. We're not a sky is falling fan base anymore. There's not a lot of us who fall in that category, but there are a few. I know I'm one. I feel like Phil's there. I feel like Kyle's there. Kevin's even getting there, which is kind of amazing in itself. So um, we're going to go next on the call. We got KG. Oh, no, that's that's our boy, Kyle. We got Jack. What's going on, Jack? I thought Kevin Garnett was joining on the call for a little bit. What's up, guys? Uh, First off, LFGM. That game was incredible. I mean – the Cardinals, I mean, I, I, you guys have talked about it. They're a demonic team. Like, yes. everything that could have broken their way broke their way. And fucking Paul Goldschmidt <laughs> over and over again. I just checked. He, he drove in four of their six runs today. And it's <gasps> like, that guy just can't give us a break. But I like that Pete Fuckbomb was so sick. Like, it, I mean, this is the thing. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, any other season that's probably, like, top – two or three moments, but we have a no-hitter. We have the Phillies comeback. We have the other Cardinals comeback, right? It's like, what was your favorite Cardinals comeback? And that is a dark magic team, and we pulled their own shit on them. We have, like, four, like, ninth-inning wins now where it's like, how do you even rank them? It goes back to this team is so different. Like, you guys have talked about it all year, but it got to the point where Pete comes up in the bottom bottom of the 10th, and I'm like, you know, we actually have a chance to win this game. Mm-hmm. In years yeah. past, like that Pujols double play that scores a run, I'm like. Oh, I, I thought they had to shift on. I'm like, oh, it's going to get through. I was like, oh, yeah. thank God. I was like, nope, this is over. Nope. But now I'm like, damn, this team is different. When Pete came up, I was like, okay, we have a chance. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and the rest is history. But I have a couple questions for you guys, like going forward with the Scherzer news and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think? I saw, I don't know if you all saw the Dave Lennon tweet about the the stretch that we're coming up on this 31 games against opponents with a combined 552 win percentage, including that West coast trip, um, Rockies, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Angels, Astros. What uh, is like a win from that, like that road trip, like, or that sequence of 31 games? Cause I, like stretch. 500, I feel like is asking a lot right now for no. If Scherzer. we're still in first place after that Brewer <laughs> series, that's a win to me. So, you think? Yeah. I'll think of it that way. So, yeah, so how many games is that? 31, he said. 31. And, like, a good – there are 18 road games against teams over yeah. 600 combined. So this is this is how it goes. At Colorado, at San Fran, home against Philly, home against Washington, at L.A., at San Diego, at Angels, home against the Brewers. It's like, I literally read this on the pod, like, a week ago. We yeah. were all, like, hyped up, like, we don't care who we're facing. And just – we've lost one – no, we've lost two players since then, which are two, you know, two pretty big parts of it, Max and, and McGill, but – it looks a little different. You don't have those guys to ever, you know, 40% yeah. of the time. Um, fuck it. We're going over 500, 16 and 15. That's what I'm hoping. I'll for. take it. That's just a big, dumb fucking idiot right here. You guys know I'll me. I'll take I'm it. This team's different, Clem. This team's this just team different. is different. That's the fucking mantra from fucking this day moving forward. This team is different. And if you don't want to believe it, don't believe it. But I'm going to say this team is different until they prove they're not, right? Yeah. I'm also, I'm wondering, like, what do you guys think of Trevor Williams going forward? Like, he's probably going to be that fifth starter now, right? And He's probably like a four-inning guy at best, maybe. Right? Like, like he's had good, a couple good outings, but... <laughs> Like maybe piggyback both him and Medina on the same day and hope for the mm-hmm. best. That may be it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I don't know if we can call up anyone that's going to be like. We don't have anybody that. that's worth calling up, and that's the other shitty thing. So, like, we had a few guys that could have been coming up right around now, but we already traded them away. You know, two or three years ago. And so. the guys that we called up are also just now hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, are dead. No, he's <laughs> God right. damn it. God damn it. Right. And then, like, as far as like addressing that depth stuff, Phil, I was seeing your tweets earlier about how we can't get desperate and start making trades like yes. for a re- re- uh, not root. Re- reliever a starter pitcher like in may but like at what point you know max is going to be out for a while he's an older dude like what point do we have to start thinking like it's I, desperate I don't versus know. we really need it i don't know what point it is all i know is it's just not right now that's it because yeah, I like i said because i use oh if you had desperate in may it's how you trade fernando tatis jr for james shields like <laughs> i want to avoid something like that ever happening fair enough fair enough lfgm thanks LFGM. for the Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in, Jack. Uh, We got to get to Nick because he's driving his car. I don't want him driving and get into any kind of accidents while he's waiting to hold on. So what's going on, Nick? He got the shirt shirt on as well, too. That's good juju. That was good juju putting it on, ripping your guy even when he's down. Oh, you're you're muted, man. You're muted. I don't – We still can't hear you. We can't hear you, but it says mute mic. It's nothing with the stream yard. I don't know if you have something going on with your phone. You can't I just hear. I see you driving. I'm just terrified. I'm terrified. Nick, please don't crash on stream. We cannot <laughs> hear you. We'll get in trouble. It's on. It's live streaming and everything. All right, Nick. We'll get back. If you, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Um. Oh man, I'm so fucking pissed. I wanted to get Nick on, but uh, he's he's been on in the yeah, Kyle back. Oh. So Bluetooth. If he was attached to Bluetooth. Oh. Okay. Yeah. There we go. You got to disattach from Bluetooth or attach to Bluetooth or something like that, Nick. I don't hear the car going on in the background though right now. Now he's like choppy. Yeah. This is way worse, yep. All right, so so we also have to shout out uh, Colin Holderman. Uh, coming in yes. and fucking not shitting the bed was absolutely enormous. Back-to-back days versus like a decent lineup. Like he did a good job. Yeah. And as a rookie, it's like you're not, yeah. you don't want to come in and inherit a runner, let alone it's extra innings and like I, you really can't screw anything up here. In a spot, that's where we have like a guy from AAA. It's like our 12th option. He pitches the 10th inning. It's like a 12 run inning or something. It's like a Hunter Strickland fucking inning and like yeah. July 2020. And oh, this seems different. So. Hunter Strickland, that is a fucking. That's a name drop. Oh, God. Uh, I, I think you guys mentioned him earlier. Juan Yepes. They said he's uh, Jose Martinez. And like the Cardinals just do it with these guys. They put the fucking striped socks on and they just become like clones of their own stuff. Do you know how they got them? They traded Matt Adams for him in 2017. Like some a trade you don't even think about. Uh, and now he's probably like a really good editor. Yep. Harrison Bader legitimately, other than Goldschmidt, who's like has fireballs coming out of his ears, there's no one I fear more of the Cardinals and Bader at this point. And yep. It rhymes with Darth Vader, all that kind of shit. And I still cannot believe it. Like I, I thought it was a fucking uh, Gary fucked up. When they said Lindor reached base seven times and then he reached base eight, eight straight eight. times, eight straight times, and the amount of fucking slander I've seen about the guy, I would have thought he hasn't reached base in eight straight games. Which, granted, he was slumping, but these fucking like that we be joking oh. all the time about the Lindorks. Oh my fucking goodness, dude! Man. The Lindor's like slump over the last week is like so exaggerated. I'll literally pull up the game logs and tell you like what he's done the past week. That people literally just are. Over Lindor's not even a top ten problem on a team I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> like when I'm thinking of things that are wrong with this team. So let's go back to the start of the homestand. Start of the homestand, he drove in a run. Their only run that night. Uh, second game, he had two two drove in two runs that night. Sunday, he hits a home run off Robbie Ray. First inning. 
First game of the doubleheader yes, uh, <laughs> on Tuesday, he gets a hit. Second game of the doubleheader, he walks twice. He scored a tying run. Last night, he it's where we have a start where it's like, oh, eight times on base. Like, he's actually doing productive things. And where it's like talking about, oh, well, he was doing this this month. Like, no, now he's getting hot. Fucking recognize it. We're getting Phil fired up right now. I kind of <laughs> like fired up Phil. Have you guys yeah. ever seen fired up Phil? You didn't see me in the cave. I fucking I wanted to spike the football I was holding. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably for the best you and Frank weren't together. Yeah. How are you feeling right now, Pabs? How are you feeling right now after all that? Well, good. I'm sure Kev filled the end, but uh, vibes are low. Going, go headed to uh, to the show right now. We, you know, we're watching on our phone, and like Kev, just like we're both looking away from it. I just hear the crack of the bat, like struggling to get the camera up. I just pull it on. You couldn't say anything, I, and I just throw it on Kev, and we've got the celebration right on cue. And uh, it, it's it's changed the environment completely. It's gonna be a great show tonight. I can tell you that. Yeah, those every, all, that entire audience should thank. Pete Alonzo for the show they're about to get. It's they should be chanting Pete Alonzo <laughs> in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, more or less. Kev said you were just making sound. You're going, oh, oh, I couldn't, oh. I couldn't speak. I, I couldn't get the words out. It was just the crack of the bat. And I was just looking for the camera. Finally got it on him. But, man, that, that changed the uh, the trajectory of our day. We were, The vibes were low. We're, we're flying now, baby. That's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Shout out Peter Morgan Alonzo. Three for four, three revise, a fucking run, and a fucking fuck bomb. And Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil, I mean, Blue Mountain Boy, through and through. And that that catch he had, too, was huge on the double play. Oh, yes. And the sliding catch the next inning, too. Like Jeff yeah. McNeil's, like, if I'm ranking players on his team, Brandon Nemo's one whenever he's on the field. McNeil's probably two. Like, yep. Yep. this is the fact he plays multiple positions all at a high level. Yeah, we're getting Marte back, uh, and I mean, we'll discuss this more and more, especially as the trade deadline comes, but look, I mean, I figure we're at the point where if the Mets do trade away JD or Dom, other than the two guys on this podcast whose guys those are, I don't think any of us are going to miss. They, they've, they've made it easier for us to break up with them. I almost yeah, hate them for I, that. I, even I though- said to you guys in the in the group text, I was like, I you just wish Dom was playing better. Like, Yeah, yeah no, I, I completely agree. Like- him he has no value whatsoever. Yeah, like does Dom Dom wants to play every day, like every other big leaguer, and it's not right. like we're not it's not like we're not giving him a bat. So that's why we cut Cano to give Dom a bat. We're giving him a bat, so he just hasn't done anything with them. I hope he eats up, not no. just for not just for the team, just for him himself. Exactly, exactly. And uh, again, Pete's and the thing is all about Dom. Like that, like Pete fucked up that one play at first base, right? Like they said it during. Like you, you get yeah. worried about the defense and stuff like that. Do we have another? Do we have like who would be our backup first baseman if we did trade? They were. Hannah over there. So I guess that was why they were going after what's his name, huh? Um, Hosmer. They were going to have Hosmer play there. Hosmer was never going to be a part of the team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were going to flip him. They, they were going to flip him, and then Cano would have been our backup first baseman. And that's a <sighs> thought I don't want to think about because he's in San Diego. We actually got a big hit versus the Phillies as hey, they lost today. Yeah. Did he? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, and I got to shout out Guillaume. I mean, Guillaume is a fucking baseball. I don't understand. <laughs> the hate Guillaume gets on Twitter. I'm like, what are you guys watching? That guy's like the dream utility man, right? I think someone yeah. said on Twitter, I forgot who did. It's like, oh, Guillaume is probably Buck's favorite player. It's like, Buck keeps plugging him in there every yeah. day. And it's like, I have no problem with him when I see Guillaume in the lineup because he doesn't do anything stupid at the plate. Yeah, exactly. Buck said, um, Buck said, like he he does some like he's he gives us something that no one else can in this in this clubhouse. And when it matters to someone like that about a guy like that, you know he fucking likes him. Yeah, right? you have Guillaume in the infield and Jankowski in the outfield. It's like late innings. It's a no brainer for, for who you're plugging in everywhere. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. You see it up and down the line. This is like guys are just allowed to be themselves, the type of hitters they want to be. You know, McNeil selling out for power, just grounding into the shift. And oh, you don't hit the ball hard. You want to hit flare singles? Go for it. Like guys are just allowed to yep. be themselves and not trying to do too much. And <laughs> obviously, it's a cliche, but it's good to see that happening. Yep, yep. 
uh, I, I, the next time I have to see Paul Goldschmidt will be too soon. Basically, he, he morphed into like my worst nemesis by the end of this. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, it just feels fucking good. I mean, yeah. the, the, the shirt, like the Scherzer news and a loss like that on the same day, that would have been some like old school LOL Mets kind of like a double dick punch. Yes. Yeah, we didn't need. And that and that would have got Frank and his acolytes really getting in our mentions. We'd have the Frank was right. The Frank was right crowd was starting to feel themselves. I was starting to get it. And every single they one. They want to cancel a fucking season. We're 12 games over 500 in first place. Like, it's unreal. Every single one of them was a Yankees fan, too. That's the funny yes. thing. I went to their profile, looked at, like, you know, Aaron Judge they're talking about. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Gabagool. Oh, the other thing, Eduardo Escobar is officially, like, he's hitting it hard now. So I, I, I'm not going to give up on him. But, like, you got to leave the slump at the plate. You can't bring it to the field. <laughs> yeah, now, that we're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, and, and we're, we're all still cool with Diaz, right? Like, Oh yeah. No, I, I, I'm hoping Diaz uh, didn't like blow his arm off today because that was a lot of pitches. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of how he pitched the walks, yeah, sure. Those are annoying, but none of the bad balls deserve to be hit. So I don't yeah. care about that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm good. Uh, Nick, should I give you one more chance? Should I give you one chance? Thumbs up if you think it might be all right. We're good? All right, we're going to give you a shot. Nick, we're going to give you – you're my closer. I'm bringing him Diaz. We still God are, damn it. Now it's frozen. You blew the save, Nick. <laughs> all right, we'll get you next time. Get out the goddamn car. Get home <laughs> soon. Uh, so I guess we'll, we'll discuss some more of the, the, the kangaroo court uh, Wednesday. No, you're, you're welcome Wednesday anyway. We'll deal with that next week. Um, I someone says the bars to the ballpark, and I someone said Kyle should have to eat at a buffet for three hours. I'd love to see do, him do that <laughs> because I hate that he can just burn a thousand calories without dying like I would if I tried to do that. Yeah. Um, anything else from today's games or anything? I think we pretty much hit everything. Yeah. The max stuff will get more throughout the coming days and weeks. I'm sure it's an oblique, yeah. obliques fucking suck, but again, it's not like that's the other thing. If it was his shoulder, his elbow, or something with his arm, I'd be a little more concerned about that too, right? Yeah, yeah. no, I completely agree. I mean, is it, it's not worst-case scenario. It's bad, but it's not like it's season-ending. Saving grace was that he pulled himself because, like, yes. what, he yeah. to through that and, and be, like, his normal max self, and then he misses the whole season. He knows how good the team is, and he's mm-hmm. like, I need to preserve whatever run I have left in me to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm here come down the stretch. So it, It's good to have pitchers that know when to take an MRI. I'll say that. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure that, like, from the top on down, like, Jeff Wilpon be like, tell Max he's coming back in five weeks because we oh, need to sell. Yeah. You know, like, Jeff Wilpon be forcing him. He'd be in a fucking, like, he'd be on Rough and Rowdy tomorrow night fighting him to start next week. <laughs> yeah, fucking, if, if it will, if it was uh, Wilpon, the, the Cardinals catcher, he'd be flying him to Colorado right now to fucking play tomorrow in a blizzard. Um, so, I, I, that's the other thing. I had a, I had a pick your guy's brain. So, what I can gather, for people that don't know, I, I, I passed out. I got back from uh, – HQ. I was exhausted from being down there. I stayed down there at night. We had, you know, I was just hanging out since everyone was in town with uh, the dozen. So I was just hanging out with a bunch of people. I was so fucking tired. I came home. I just passed out. I wake up in the morning. I see a thousand text messages from our chain, from all my other Mets fan friends. I go on Twitter. People were fucking reading lips, quote retweeting different fucking. It was the most chaotic night I can remember of like the last season. Granted, like that's not a long time, but for the Mets, that's an eternity. Uh, how did everything go? Like, was it as crazy as it seemed? Yes, it was exactly crazy. We had we had Kevin's texting fuck three times. Then we had reading lips saying, "Oh, is it? Is he saying it's bad? Shit's bad? Or nothing's bad?" Like. <laughs> It was like we were playing like what color is the dress in terms of oh is yeah. our is our season over? 
Yeah, I saw John Boy was like, they're like, well, John Boy's like a professional at this. And he says, it's not bad. I'm like, all right, all right, we're doing yeah. good. It's where it's, we are so fucking broken brained, man. I love us. And that's the other thing about him. That, that thing where they said he's been battling like multiple blisters on his hand. Like, that's the shit that like kills Rich Hill season every year. And Churchill just was pitching through it. Cause yeah, yeah you know, and that's the thing. Like, if he took himself out, knowing his shit was hurting, he had the blisters. And like, I, I imagine he probably feels like he has to carry the team without the Grom. Like the fact he was able to, to bow out, that's a good thing for us. I feel so yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. everyone goes through the right protocols here. I don't, I, I, I will go to war with Japan. If that's what's fucking this, I am ready to declare war on the entire fucking country of Japan. If they're going to come at us with fucking bad juju, I'll go right back. That ambassador was so fucking late that he had to fucking get shoot off the mound on Scherzer's second to last warm up pitch. Fuck that. We are not getting cursed. I've had enough curses in my life. Fuck that. Win today, win tomorrow, worry about the future when it gets here. Precipitation always welcome. LFGM, gotta believe. Gotta believe.